Amateur Radio Newsline Report number 2343 with a release date of Friday, September 23rd, 2022 to follow in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The following is a QST. Hams respond as Hurricane Fiona bears down. China prepares to launch another ham radio satellite. And Youth on the Air Camp heads to Canada in 2023. All this and more as Amateur Radio Newsline Report number 2,343 comes your way right now. From around the world, this is Newsline. Amateur Radio's independent, on-the-air news and bulletin service. And now reporting from Valparaiso, Indiana, here's Paul Brown, WD9GCO. Our top story this week is Hurricane Fiona, which brought devastation to the islands of the Caribbean. Amateur radio operators were part of the team responding to the vast needs of the region. As Hurricane Fiona ravaged the region, amateur radio operators were hard at work in areas of the eastern Caribbean and western Atlantic. Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, and the Turks and Caicos Islands suffered severe flooding, catastrophic wind damage, and major power outages as the storm, which grew to Category 4, made its way toward Bermuda. In addition to local communications support, the Hurricane WatchNet was activated and the Salvation Army Team Emergency Radio Network was handling health and welfare traffic. William Planis Montes, NP3WP, Aries Section Emergency Coordinator for Puerto Rico, reported that around 45 ham radio operators were working with different government municipalities and Aries personnel were setting up equipment in anticipation of additional activity. Jason Tremblay, VE3JXT, Emergency Coordinator for the Bermuda area of the IARU Region 2, told AR Newsline that at the time of this report, planning was still underway by their executive team for that area. This is Randy Sly, W4XJ. Disaster preparedness, even when there is no immediate disaster, is also a big part of amateur radio. Ed Durant, DD5LP, tells us how the hams in Switzerland worked recently with their radio teammates to polish their skills. Hundreds of hams, citizens band operators and owners of private mobile radios teamed up throughout Liechtenstein and Switzerland in a wide-ranging emergency response drill on Saturday, September 18th. The fictional scenario was similar to the simulated regional power shortage that played out three times before. The radio event has come to be known as the Swiss Emergency Contest, but it is less of a true competition than more a measure of readiness if all or part of the power grid fails. Hams in the Union of Swiss Shortwave Amateurs, the USKA, have taken the lead in this effort. Only days earlier, at its board of directors meeting, the leadership announced it was developing an operating framework for hams and those using other types of radios to assist during blackouts and power shortages when communication during emergencies takes even higher priority. The latest exercise employed a variety of equipment and modes and used such alternative power sources as solar panels and batteries. This is Ed Durant, DD5LP. China is preparing to send a new ham radio satellite into orbit in the next few weeks. Jim Meachin, ZL2BHF, has the details. The Gas 10 amateur radio satellite is set to go into space from China's Wenchang Satellite Launch Center in early November, where it will be sent to the Tiangong Space Station aboard the Tianzhou 5 cargo spacecraft. 
The satellite, which carries a VU linear transponder, will become operational sometime after its deployment from the space station around the 15th of December. The transponder is expected to operate all day throughout the satellite's lifetime, using a VHF uplink and a UHF downlink with a 30 kHz bandwidth. CAS-10 is also equipped with a camera. HAMS will be able to send DTMF commands to download photos taken by the camera and stored in the satellite's flash memory. Satellite telemetry data will be sent via Morse code. For additional details and frequencies, visit the AMSAT UK link in the text version of this week's newscast at arnewsline.org. I'm Jim Meachin, Sadel 2 bhf Organizers have just announced that campers attending next year's Youth on the Air camp in the Americas will be packing their bags for a northern location. Jack Parker, W8ISH, has the details. The IARU Region 2 Youth on the Air camp, which was held in Westchester, Ohio for its first two years, is moving north to Canada for its third year. The camp will be able to host as many as 30 young amateurs from North, Central, and South America on the campus of Carleton University in Ontario, Canada. Applications will be accepted starting December 1st, and any amateur radio operators in the Americas who are between the ages of 15 and 25 are welcome to apply. Prospective campers who do not live in Canada are being encouraged to apply for passports and tourist visas in time to enable them to enter the country to attend the camp. Youngsters who attended previous sessions of the Youth on the Air camp will return to serve as leaders. Top priority for admission will go to first-time attendees and youngsters who reside outside the United States. The camp will take place from July 16th through to the 21st with Radio Amateurs of Canada serving as the local host. For additional details, visit the camp's website at youthontheair.org. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jack Parker, W8ISH. Meanwhile, there are still big things happening in Westchester, Ohio, which had been the host of the youth camp for the past two years. Remembering the site's importance as a Voice of America relay station, HAMS are activating a special event station to mark that important anniversary. Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, brings us that report. Where it once carried vital news to people in South America, Europe, and Africa during troubled times in the world, the Voice of America Bethany Relay Station in Westchester, Ohio, is now carrying a message of celebration. Members of the Westchester Amateur Radio Association, WC8VOA, which is housed at the VOA Museum on the Relay Station site, will be marking the 78th anniversary of the Relay Station during a special event station on September 24th and 25th. VOA sent its first news reports and programs out to the world from that former Ohio Farmers Field in July of 1944 and continued to do so until the transmitter went silent in 1994. For the special event, Hams will be using the club call sign and calling QRZ using CW sideband and the digital modes. The station will begin operation at 1200 UTC on Saturday and will go QRT at 0 UTC on Sunday. Be listening on 15 20 and 40 meters. Hams making contacts will be eligible for a downloadable certificate from the club website. See the WC8VOA page on QRZ.com for details. I'm Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. 
Time for you to identify your station. We are the Amateur Radio Newsline, heard on bulletin stations around the world, including the K7MMA repeater in Spokane, Washington, on Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time. All aboard! It's time to celebrate Britain's Heritage Steam Railways. Jeremy Boot, G4NJH, has just the ticket. The Moorland and District Amateur Radio Society has a special link to the Foxfield Light Railway, as that is where the club is based. Foxfield, which is run by a preservation society, is one of Britain's oldest heritage steam railways. Club members are putting it on the air during the Railways on the Air event on September the 24th and 25th, using the callsign GB1FLR. Railways on the Air is an annual celebration of the role that these trains played in the nation's heritage. Listen on HF and VHF phone as the Foxfield amateurs operate from Locator Square IO82. The club welcomes QSL cards via EQSL, direct or through the Bureau. Full details are on the GB1FLRQRZ.com page. For details about the event and a list of other stations, visit rota.barack.org.uk. This is Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. Registration has opened for a major amateur radio conference down under. John Williams, VK4JJW, tells us what's happening in Tasmania. Speakers from around the world will be presenting lectures on a wide range of amateur radio topics during the Tassie Ham Radio Conference and Expo in November. Registration has opened. The two-day event, which is being organised by the Radio and Electronics Association of Southern Tasmania, will be held on the Sandy Bay campus of the University of Tasmania. The conference will be held on Saturday the 5th of November and presentations will include such topics as interference mitigation, remote station operation, low-power portable EME, promoting your amateur radio club and youth engagement. The Expo will be held the next day. Registration is mandatory for those who wish to attend. See the link in the text version of this week's newscast at arnewsline.org. This is John Williams, VK4JJW. When youngsters meet up on Saturday, October 1st at the Peterloon Scout Camp in Cincinnati, they will be getting a preview of two things. These 10-year-old boys, known in scouting as Weebelows, will see what awaits them when they leave the rank of Cub Scout and become full-fledged scouts. They will also get a preview of amateur radio. Be listening for a special event station being operated by the Westchester Amateur Radio Association, operating all day from the scout camp with the call sign N8P. Hams will be on the air using the club's go box, calling CQ and looking for future hams in scouting. Imagine being the first amateur to log a DX contact on a band that is experimental in your country. Well, that happened to one ham recently in England. We hear about him from Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. For Paul, G7PUV, it was an experiment that worked. The East Sussex amateur who holds an innovation and trial licence to use 40 MHz announced that he's made his first SSB contact on the band between the UK and South Africa, where 8 metres is standard ham frequency, which gives amateurs a primary allocation with a maximum of 400 watts output between 40.675 and 40.685 MHz. Paul reports that he accomplished this trans-equatorial propagation contact with Willem ZD6WAB. 
He writes on his QRZ.com page that Ofcom has permitted him access to the band on frequencies between 40 and 42 MHz for testing purposes. Paul posted a video on the 17th of September contact on his Twitter feed. You can watch it by following the link that appears in the text version of this week's newscast at arnewsline.org. I'm Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. In the world of DX, the special call sign NH6QE is being used by the Marconi Amateur Radio Circle, NH1MRC, on the island of Malta, IOTA number EU023. The activation celebrates the life of the late Queen Elizabeth II. The station will be on the air until October 14th on 20, 17, 15, 12, and 10 meters. QSL direct only via 9H1 MRC. Be listening for Francesco, IK6QON, on the air as 5R8FG from Madagascar from October 8th and the 17th. He will be operating holiday style on various HF bands using CW and single sideband. He will also be on Nosy B Island, IOTA number AF057, and Nosy Iranja Island, IOTA number AF57, and in the city of Diego Suarez in the north part of Madagascar. QSL via IZ6BRJ, direct or through the bureaus. Listen for Gianpi, IK1TTD, on the air on 20 meters as 8Q7TD from the Maldive Islands on Fazmendu Island, IOTA number AS013, between October 2nd through the 17th. He is commemorating his 25th wedding anniversary. QSL via his home call sign, direct, through the Bureau, or Logbook of the World. Alex, K6VHF, will be active as K6VHF slash HR9 from Roatan Island between October 27th and the 31st on 40 through 10 meters using CW, single sideband, and 10 watts on the digital modes. QSL via Logbook of the World, Club Log OQRS, EQSL, direct, or through the Bureau to his home call sign. For our final story, we take you to Long Island, New York, where inventor Nikola Tesla conducted many of his groundbreaking experiments. Tesla's former laboratory is the perfect inspirational spot for a ham radio club to celebrate an important anniversary. Jim Dameron, N8TMW, tells us what happens next. Marking its 75th anniversary on Long Island, the Suffolk County Radio Club, W2DQ, appreciates what it means to be a part of radio history. So it's celebrating the occasion at a nearby historic spot, Wardenclyffe the former laboratory of electronics innovator Nikola Tesla, now renamed the Tesla Science Center. Though the noted engineer and inventor died in 1943, four years before the radio club was founded in Suffolk County, his spirit will be present on October 8th when the club activates special event station N2T from the historic tower between 1500 and 2359 UTC. Ed Wilson, N2XDD, vice president of the Suffolk County Radio Club, told Newsline in a phone call that Wardenclyffe was the perfect place for the special event station because of the history behind the site and Tesla's contributions to radio. Hams contacting the operators during the event will be able to receive a downloadable certificate. Meanwhile, even with Tesla himself long gone, his old laboratory is still functioning as an incubator for new things in the radio universe. 
the Tesla Science Center Amateur Radio Club, N2TSC, was formed this past July by a handful of hams. Ed, who is also its president, told Newsline that members have the immediate goal of focusing on education in the schools, a priority that is sure to have an impact that lasts beyond the next 75 years. This is Jim Dameron, N8TMW. With thanks to AMSAT UK, the ARRL, Bernard Werelsch, HB9ALH, CQ Magazine, David Behar, K7DB, Ed Wilson, N2XDD, Jocelyn Bro, KD8VRX, slash VA2VRX, Ohio Pen DX, QRZ.com, Reist, Southgate Amateur Radio News, shortwaveradio.de, Twitter, the USKA, Youth on the Air Camp, and you, our listeners, that's all from the Amateur Radio Newsline. We remind our listeners that Amateur Radio Newsline is an all-volunteer, non-profit organization that does incur expenses for its continued operation. If you wish to support us, please visit our website at arnewsline.org and know that we appreciate you all. We also remind our listeners that if you like our newscast, please leave us a five-star rating wherever you subscribe to us. For now, with Karen Eve Murray, KD2GUT at the News Desk in New York, and our news team worldwide, I'm Paul Brown, WD9GCO in Valparaiso, Indiana, saying 73. As always, we thank you for listening. Amateur Radio Newsline is copyright 2022. All rights reserved.